You are listening to the Fresh Approach Weight Loss Surgery Podcast with me, your coach, Mary Clark, 17-year bariatric surgery educator and advocate, and for the last seven years, a weight loss surgery patient. Here, we focus on the bariatric surgery guidelines in a fresh way, creating successful and peaceful weight loss surgery journeys. Stop trying to fit your life into weight loss surgery. It's the other way around. Weight loss surgery is a part of your life. So whether you're just getting ready for surgery or had it six months or six years ago, it's never too early or too late to live your healthiest and happiest life with weight loss surgery. Welcome back to The Fresh Approach. I hope you are still enjoying your awesome summer. I know I am. And today, I'm going to be getting a little soapboxy with you. Um, Like I've been telling you, when I hear things from clients, students, new members in the Fresh Approach Facebook group and weight loss surgery friends, I know you're going through it too. We are going through very similar things. Today, we're not so much going to, going to be tackling thoughts or doing thought work in a way, but I'm really going to do my best to convince you to take consistent action on something. So you may have heard me say before here on the podcast or in videos or in my Facebook group that I believe the most important bariatric surgery guideline is mental health. And that may be surprising for you if you haven't heard me say it before. Um, I'll explain it real briefly. It's because I believe when we take the very best care of our mental, emotional, and spiritual health, we are in the best position to follow through with taking care of ourselves with all the other guidelines. So having good mental health, good emotional health, good spiritual health enables us, gives us the ability to get a good night's sleep, to eat well, have a well-balanced, consistent fitness plan, to take our vitamins, drink plenty of water, see our bariatric team on a regular schedule. All right, my friend, if that last one got you, that... uh, seeing your bariatric team, your bariatric doctor or surgeon or other medical professional who's following you up doing your aftercare uh, after bariatric surgery, if that's the one that got you when you're like, yeah, I drink water, I take my vitamins, I'm, I'm, I'm eating okay, or I'm, I'm doing better with that, I'm starting an exercise plan, I'm, I think I get a good night's sleep, but you sort of went, like, like you put on the brakes, like you skid when I said, follow up with your doctor. If that's the guideline that got you, then this one is for you. And pre-op patients, because I know we've had more um, pre-op patients or early post-op patients join the group recently and reach out to me after the podcast. This is for you because I'm going to talk about stuff that can happen. So hold on just one second while I step onto my soapbox. Okay, I'm on my soapbox now. Let's get started. After 17 years, I mean, it didn't take 17 years, but you can imagine what I've seen now. What's What can happen when weight loss surgery patients don't follow up with their surgeon or other designated medical professional who's trained to follow up patients who've had bariatric surgery? So for the most part, patients do pretty well. Are you hearing this early post-op patients and pre-op patients? Patients do pretty well with follow-up for the first one to two years, but something happens after that, that something is usually regain or they never reach goal weight. And that's what stops them from following up. So I've worked in programs where we would have staff calling, trying to get patients, trying to to get them to come back in and follow up. And sometimes when we'd get them to come back in to get information, to figure out what we could do as a program to 
not have them put off coming in to see us, I'd go in and talk with them. And some of the reasons they'd give me for why they weren't coming in were regain. They never reached goal weight. They stopped taking their vitamins and they didn't want to know how bad their labs were. They started smoking again and they didn't want that to show up on their labs. They started drinking or using other substances and they didn't think they could hide it from their surgeon if he asked. They felt like they had disappointed their surgeon or the rest of us, the bariatric team. They felt like a failure. So let me say this. Remember when you were a member of um, Weight Watchers, uh, Jenny Craig, Lindora, or another like Nutrisystem or another program, uh, but a program where you would go into like a center and you would sometimes, I'm speaking from totally personal experience here, you would skip your weekly visit because you hadn't made the progress that they wanted to, that you wanted to over the last week. You know, you just weren't there. So you didn't go in. Because you didn't want to go in, get on the scale, only to see the numbers higher than they were last time or that you hadn't lost any weight. You didn't want to face the staff, even as supportive as they may be. You didn't want to hear their encouraging words. You didn't want to see the other members who lost weight that week. You didn't want to see them get their gold stars or their applause. You didn't want to feel like a failure. But as similar as those feelings and circumstances may seem as to what you might be feeling now, weight loss surgery is definitely not the same thing. Yes, weight loss programs, uh, Weight Watchers, Andorra, Jenny Craig, all of these, you do spend a lot of time practicing the plan's guidelines. They can be expensive. You're trying to learn how to follow their rules. And you may think, okay, it's like the weight loss surgery program. I'm given guidelines. I had to, you know, I had a co-insurance, a co-pay, whatever it is. And yes, you spent years as a member of different weight loss programs before you had surgery. But weight loss surgery is different. You know that. You cannot skip visits with your surgeon or the doctor who's taking care of your bariatric surgery aftercare, the way that you skipped visits at Weight Watchers. This is not the same thing. And I'm pretty sure you know why, or you should know why, but we're going to recap anyway. Are you ready? Because I'm staying on the soapbox until you hear me out. Nutritional deficiencies. And they can happen with any of the procedures. I have a friend, a weight loss surgery friend, who is six years post-op, And he just had a visit with his bariatric surgeon after a two-year absence. So his labs show that he has multiple deficiencies. And when a surgeon ran through a list of symptoms associated with the deficiencies, he learned why he had been experiencing the symptoms that he had. But now he has to go in for weekly injections and infusions to try and correct the damage that's been done. We don't want this to happen to you. I don't want this to happen to you. He's kicking himself now because there's no guarantee they can completely reverse them. So as Dr. Jocelyn Jock says, most nutritional deficiencies are easier to prevent than to treat. And how do you prevent them? By taking your prescribed vitamins and supplements, eating nutritious food, drinking your water, getting plenty of sleep and rest, taking care of your mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and following up with your doctor on your specific follow-up schedule. And the reason I say your specific follow-up schedule, remember, and I try to say this all the time, your medical situation, your surgery, your doctor, you are an individual. 
treat yourself like an individual. You don't automatically follow, even in, in my Facebook group, if somebody says, well, this is how often I see my doctor, their medical history may not be the same as your, and well, not may not be, it's not the same medical history you have. Maybe you had the same procedure. Maybe you've lost the same amount of weight and you had it at the same time, whatever it is. That doesn't mean that you see your doctor as often as Sheila sees her doctor because you are an individual. So please find out from your doctor how often you need to go in and get your labs done and be followed for bariatric surgery aftercare. So here's another reason to follow up. Clinical issues can occur and the sooner they're addressed, the better. It's not ever safe to self-diagnose. And let me just come clean if you don't already know, I did that last summer. I don't know if you heard about my anemia. There's a video in the Fresh Approach Facebook group. I'll repost it if you haven't seen it. Um, so yes, even those of us who've been in this field for so many years get wake-up calls when we get busy with our lives, when other things are going on, and we think we're taking the best care of ourselves, and we think maybe the symptoms we're experiencing are just, you know, overtired, there's a lot going on, that's why I haven't had enough energy. Well, now I'm telling you the whole story before you see the video, but I've got a couple of videos where um, when I was first diagnosed with anemia and then what happened, you know, I come clean about what I was feeling, what I was going through, and then what we did about it last summer. So before you had surgery, your surgeon told you all the signs to be aware of right after surgery. Do you remember this? Um, either right before you had surgery or in class or after they told you, hey, if you experience this sensation or this feeling or you get a fever or this happens because they wanted you to avoid blood clots, dehydration and leaks. So right after surgery, the symptoms of something being wrong can be pretty clear sometimes. Further out, symptoms aren't as clear. That's why you really have to know your body. And I know that can be a thing with us, with... Um, with, well, all of us who've had bariatric surgery because we've been, you know, morbidly obese, being in touch with our bodies can be tough because that was something we didn't even want to sometimes have a relationship with our bodies. We felt like maybe our bodies had betrayed us, that we had betrayed our bodies, that we felt this disconnect. But after surgery, we really have done such a big thing by rerouting our digestive system We've got to redevelop a relationship with our physical bodies too, so that we can listen and pay attention to what's going on. You know, so the message for you may be, uh, no, that's not heartburn. You have an ulcer that will only get worse if it goes untreated. And no, taking more Tums isn't going to fix it. It's when we self-diagnose, it's when we just try to code over it because we don't want to be in touch with that. But look, we took a huge leap by having weight loss surgery. This is a lifelong forever journey. We owe it to ourselves. You owe it to yourself to pay attention to your body. And seriously, doctors are trained to ask the right questions and figure out what's going on with you. And then they work with you to treat it. If you've got something going on, let your doctor do the diagnosing, okay? So maybe you're struggling and you feel lost. You haven't been following through with the guidelines and you need help. Deciding to have weight loss surgery is very different than deciding to join Weight Watchers. The decision was and, and it is huge. And so is the difference when you're not doing well, when it's hard, when you know you're skipping vitamins, when you're ignoring signs of depression, or you just haven't been feeling yourself. 
So please make your long-term health your priority and get in to see your doctor. Maybe you need a refresher. I was just talking with a client whose bariatric surgery program sounds great and they offer weekly refresher classes on all the bariatric surgery guidelines. Please see what your program has to offer. If you're feeling like you can't remember the basics, how much protein, how many carbs and calories, um, to have a protein shake after two years or not to. And I say that because I have worked with some surgeons who didn't want their patients to have protein shakes after one year. They wanted them just to rely on whole foods. And then some surgeons, like the surgeon who did my surgery, totally supports us having protein shakes. But find out what your program, what your doctor suggests for you so that you're equipped with the best information so you can take the very best care of yourself. Plus, here's the other thing. Nothing stays the same in any medical field, including bariatric surgery. Don't you want to know what the latest and greatest is? Because your doctor and your bariatric surgery team, they attend national conferences. They confer with weight loss surgery colleagues across the country. They know the latest and they can give you the best guidance, what's current, inform you about the new best practices and give you all the information, education and guidance that they can so you can make the best choices in your weight loss surgery journey. And statistically, you're going to be more successful when you follow up. The bariatric surgery outcome studies show all the evidence. So let me say this. When you were making your decision to have weight loss surgery, it was partly based on the research that you did to see how successful these surgeries were. You thought, should I have weight loss surgery? What are the outcomes? How well do people do? Should I do this? What are my options? So you may have asked, what are the complication rates? Uh, what are the success rates with the procedures when you were deciding if you wanted to have you know, a sleeve, a bypass, or a lap band, or other procedure? Um, how long has my surgeon been doing this surgery? Has my surgeon had any major complications? You did your due diligence. You did your research. And maybe you spoke with other people who had also had surgery. You found out what their situations were like, and you did it. But you did research. There was information. So you've got to give some credence to research and outcome studies, right? Are you, are you with me on this, please? Because here's the big one. Patients who follow up with their weight loss surgery teams regularly are statistically more successful. They lose a greater amount of their weight and they keep it off without problems. That's just the truth. So your surgeon, your bariatric doctor, your nurse, your dietitian, your psychologist, your whole team, they were serious before you had surgery when they told you they would be there for you. So even if you've moved to another state, contact your team, contact your program. They can even order appropriate bariatric surgery labs for you, communicate with your current primary care physician or other bariatric doctor. And in many cases, maybe they'll, they'll uh, even consult with your new doctor over the phone. And if you need a new doctor, you can check out asmbs.org. That's the American Society for Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery.org for a referral to a bariatric doctor in your area. And here's another one I hear quite often from people who say they're not following up. If you don't have health insurance coverage, please talk with your program. Call your surgeon back. Don't let the lack of insurance be the reason you're not following up. Your program knows how critical it is for you to follow up. Give them the opportunity to help you find a solution so that you can get the follow-up care that you need. Okay, please call them. And if you've reached your goal weight, 
and you've maintained it for four or five, six, seven, eight years, awesome. And you have tons of energy and you never feel tired and you feel awesome. But let me tell you something, just because you feel great and look great on the outside, that does not mean you're looking great on the inside. The two are not the same. Okay, that's the truth. The last thing you would want right now or in the next couple years is to all of a sudden, as your great life is zooming along and you're doing all these things, to be struck with a major deficiency or like my friend, major deficiencies and have to be hospitalized. And yes, that happens. You want to avoid that, right? So do you have your next appointment scheduled? Yes, there are basic. I will give you what I know to be a basic schedule, but remember what I said? Everybody is different because of their medical history, maybe complications that happened after surgery, whatever your unique situation is. But as a general guideline, you usually see your surgeon um, one to two weeks after surgery, and then usually at about three, six, nine, 12 months, 18 months, two years, and then usually every year. That's the normal schedule the average schedule, but yours may be different. That's why you've got to be in touch with your doctor and find out what's right for you. And you should still be seeing your primary care physician regularly. And make sure that any new doctor, you're seeing a rheumatologist, an endocrinologist, um, an oncologist, that any new specialist knows you had bariatric surgery. Make sure your pharmacist knows you had bariatric surgery. Tell everybody. Don't assume that your doctors all get together and share your important medical information. Even when you belong to a system um, like I do, where they sometimes, um, where they have access to it, it doesn't mean they're all looking at it. That's your job. This is your responsibility. If something isn't going well, those doctors, they don't live in your body. They're not the ones who are going to suffer with daily difficulties as a result of a major deficiency. That's you. You've got one body. You've got one life. You had weight loss surgery so you could make it the best it could be. You wanted to improve your health, improve your quality of life. So do that. You've got to follow up with your doctor. You've got to. Okay. I'm really happy I got that off my chest. It's been coming up a lot lately. Breathe in a big sigh of relief now. So you're going to go call your doctor, right? Get your labs done, refill your vitamins, put them in a sorter, Schedule reminders, you're going to do what you've got to do, all right? It's because I love you and I want you to live your healthiest, happiest, most peaceful life with weight loss surgery. And you can't do that if you're always worrying about what could be going on underneath, even though you're feeling okay because you've not had your labs done and you've not followed up with your doctor, okay? All right, now, if you will just give me a hand here while I step off my soapbox, I am off. I'm wishing you peace and love and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your summer and go schedule your follow-up appointment. All right. All right. I will talk to you next time. All the best. Love, light, and grace to you.